Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today, young Cookie Cast is the darkest timeline. Just me. I say it every week, I'm toying with the idea of having a guest, thinking it over, mulling it over, but not this week. Um, this week, talking climbing, diet, diet's a big one, books. And um, running for office, political office that is. For all that and more, stay tuned. There is games, movies and TV this week, so you've got to stick around for that. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review, five star if possible. And uh, yeah, just generally get the podcast out there into the hands of the people. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, The Darkest Timeline. Hello. How you doing? You well? You good? Good. Um... All the procrastinating in the world won't get this podcast done. So I decided to rip the bandage off. Rip the bandage off? No. Rip the plaster off. You know. Um, And I just pressed record. No, it didn't record. So then I stopped it and I pressed record again once I'd, you know, sorted the problems that inevitably go with podcasting. Um, weird podcast today. Uh, did gave the uh, gave the list the old once over and was like, oh, not really much to talk about. Then I was like, oh, actually, there's more of the other stuff to talk about and less of. So, entertainment wise, I feel there's a lot of a lot of meat on the bone. Week-wise, um, it looked very samey. Um, and then, almost as if I realised I didn't have enough to talk about, um, something came up. So, um, unfortunately, the... Um, the the su- the subject of the moment, the subject of the time, the subject um, that's sort of big at the moment is climbing. Um, appreciate if you're not into climbing, there might not be that a lot there for you. But I am also not talking about it from that perspective. I'm talking about it from the perspective of um, it being fitness based, it being um, a challenge it being a mental challenge i explained it the other day as a mental challenge that is overcome physically so the challenge is mental the solution is you have to use your body to solve the problem um so yes um more more victories in the climbing space um Going back to Wednesday morning, um, managed to achieve another 
one of the uh let's take down another nemesis um which is fine and it's great and it's wonderful and it's all good however um bit of a sort of realization i suppose the realization that it's you know one of those realizations of <clears throat> can't keep doing can't keep doing things the way you know half-assed in this that and the other and by that i mean um the diet you know week in week out the weight goes up the weight goes down the weight goes up the weight goes down it never gets past that oh my god i can't believe i put on half a stone this week oh well would you believe it i lost half a stone in a week in a day you know that sort of thing but that that half stone is like a literal stone round my neck can't get rid of it can't do anything with it it goes up it goes down it goes round 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 nothing um so having had this um this climbing based victory um I was going to say, I had to take a good long look at myself in the mirror. Uh, and, and that is not just uh, like a phrase. That was actually what I did. Um, I stood looking into the mirror while I was washing my hands at climbing. And I was like, this can't, this hobby can't sustain this body weight. The two things don't go together. You can't climb up a wall 20 feet in the air when you weigh too much. So it's very much a situation of something has to change. So I was like, right. It's time to knuckle down. It's time to to get it done. Um, I was like, right. For a, for, a, for a while now, I've been toying with an idea of having... Not not just one fasting day a week, maybe kicking it up to two days of fasting. Um, gonna cut back on unnecessary things like um, oh, I'm gonna grab a handful of nuts because um, I'm a little bit peckish and I need it to see me through a workout uh, treadmill session all before my tea. Handful of nuts, a little bit of energy, so you know that sort of thing. Okay, well, let's take those out of the equation. Then it's doing treadmill workout on a more empty tank. Um, <clears throat> okay, well, you know, certain days I have like um, like a big protein breakfast. Uh, and that's great. You know, eggs or sausages or uh, whatever. Big protein breakfast. But... <clears throat> You know, that's good and that's fine, but it's it's other things that creep in, like, oh, I'm waiting for the sausages to cook, so I'll just eat a little bit of this sort of thing. I'll, I'll dip a fruit cracker in my coffee while I'm waiting for this to cook. <clears throat> sort of thing. It's small, not many calories, but it's time for all that stuff to go.
So I walked out of that bathroom. I was like, right, today is the first day of the rest of my life kind of situation. And that was that. Um, and as it was, I managed to fast through the rest of that day, through to tea time. Um, not the easiest. Like, Sunday's fasting is it's kind of easy because of having a big belly full of cheat meal from the night before. Working on the principle, well, I've got, you know, lots of calories in my system and I can just burn through those over the course of the day. Whereas Wednesday, I'm not sitting on a cheat meal from the night before. I'm sitting on a salad. So to get through a full Wednesday, it's a bit like, uh, this is this is tougher. So then I was like, yeah, but that's what you need. You need you need tougher. Um, and I had this realization. Um, anybody who, who's you know listened for a while, anybody who wants to go back further in the podcast, might possibly remember when I got obsessed with the um, with the David Goggins books. Um, and I had this realization that um, a few years ago. For anybody that doesn't know, a few years ago, I, I weighed a lot. I, I weighed a lot. Um, so, made a decision at some point in time to lose a lot of weight. Um, shortest version is I lost 11 stone. Um, and that was all through diet and exercise. Uh, and then I lost another stone after that through a less healthy method. Um, and everything good, groovy, all of that. Unfortunately for me, managed to put half of it back on through um, a difficult time in my life. And then came through that, came out the other side and then decided to go back. So... Managed to lose uh, like over half again and then have just stalled. Um, but going back to the point in time where I was like, hey, I lost all that weight, realizing that, you know, when, um, when David Goggins is talking about, oh, you know, lost all this weight through eating one meal a day and exercising left, right, and center. I was like, hey, I was doing that. So going back a few a few years, that was my day. I was walking 5K in the morning, eating nothing all day, running 5K home, doing additional exercise. There was a point in time where I was doing like uh, 100 press-ups, 100 sit-ups, and a hundred squats a day um, doesn't seem like a lot in a lot of ways. In other ways, it does. You know, um, doing all this, and I was doing it on one meal a day. And I was like, "Hey, I, I remember that time." No surprises. The weight used to fall off me in those days. Um, so you know, these things are maybe it's not that big a stretch. Maybe it's not that that difficult to think that I could achieve that now all that sort of stuff um so I was like right I'm locked in now I made the decision um talking about books other books um 
Cameron Haynes, Bow Hunter, Ultramarathon, all that. Um, his sort of outlook on things is um, you need to find a thing in life that makes you train, you know, you need to find your bow hunting essentially, train like a madman to do one specific thing. And I was like, maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the thing to train for, you know, changing your workout routines, changing the way you run, changing your diet, changing your weight, change all that to be able to achieve something. Yeah, I can get on board with that. I'm okay with that. I can do that. Um, so I've written, when I write a list, a podcast list, I write it as the week goes on and I'm looking at it like, oh, I've written something else. And then I've written more stuff about climbing. Should I even... Let's take a break from the climbing. Like I say, it's not for everybody. It might just be annoying to some, um, I want to test the water on something. I like to read, um, which I know to a lot of people is probably surprising. Uh, I imagine to a lot of people they're surprised I can, you know, write my own name, which, you know, it's difficult, but I I do try. Um, But I do read. Um, I'm surprised as as anybody else that I do that as a pastime. Recently, I've had an issue. Um, I feel when once you've once you've bought a book, you've paid money for the book, you're going into that book with a vague idea of what you you know. If you buy a book that's about a Navy SEAL, you, you kind of get the idea of what it might be about. If you buy a book about, um, I think some of the other stuff. Um, if you buy a, a book about a stand-up comedian, there's a chance it might you might have an idea that there might be some you know there might be a conversation about comedy in there. You bought a book; it's about a stand-up comedian. There might be a mention of comedy. Um. Probably don't need to give too many examples. We get the idea. If you buy a book and you've got an idea what the book's about, maybe it's going to be about what you think it is. You know, if you buy a book about cars, you're not going to be reading about African elephants. Do you get me? Are we all clear what I mean here? Now, probably I probably need to get this out at the start here. Um, I am not a religious person in any way, shape or form. I'm not religious. It's it's just that partially through upbringing, partially through, I I, I don't want to offend. uh, So I can't say what I would normally say. I am just not a religious person. And that goes quite far. To the point where, because I am not religious, I don't need or want 
certain aspects of religion in my life. There's, there's no, I've got no need for it. I've got no use for it. Um, there is, the, you know, there are certain things. I think a lot of people, like if somebody said, I'm not religious. If you spoke to them about something like Buddhism, let's say, I imagine somebody like, you know, who says I'm not religious would entertain a conversation around Buddhism. Um, you know, I'd have a conversation about Buddhism if you want. My point at this point in time is, if I buy a book that's about a Navy SEAL, a comedian, a bodybuilder, weightlifter type person, ultramarathoner, um, I read I read a lot of Navy SEALs, um, SAS, um, Army. I went through a phase of just reading like military books. Um, World War II um, comedians, yeah, pretty much any sort of comedian I'm into. If they've got a book, I'm reading it. Um, ex-criminal turned actor, ex-criminal turned comedian. If you know, if that's the that's the sort of thing I'm reading, that's what I want to read. I feel books would should so this is what I what I want to run past people. I feel that books should have a disclaimer if the book you are reading is about a subject but also in the book it's heavily embedded with a lot of religion. Because if you are of a particular religion and you're reading a book and there's a lot of a different religion in that book, that might be in some way offensive to you. Or, I don't know, as another example, maybe if you're not religious, maybe you don't want to buy a book and use your hard-earned money to buy a book to then read it and then go... There is so much religion in this book, it's, I don't, it's putting me off, I don't want to read it. Especially if not only have you bought the book to read, but you've also bought the audiobook at the same time, because A, it's cheaper to do it at the same time, and B, you know full well that once you've read it, you're going to put the audiobook on to listen to while you walk the dog. I think books should come with a disclaimer. I think there should be something somewhere in the in the in the early stages of I might buy this book. It should say, "Please be aware there is a heavy religious element to this book. This not this might not be to everybody's taste." Is all I'm saying. And then, it is then up to you whether you want to continue with your purchase. Um, yeah. Back to the climbing. <laughs> I can only imagine that there is a certain group of people out there right now going, uh, speaking of things not for me, 
this podcast. Um, so, Wednesday, climbing, realisation, decided to get my life in order from a certain perspective. Cool and groovy. Saturday rolls around. Brain donor over here goes, hey, I've got an amazing idea. Um, currently down to one car. Um, as I'm sure we're aware at this point in time, still down to one car. Um, I was about to say it's a long story, but I'm pretty sure I've been through the story. Um, so I'm like, hey, I've got an amazing idea. How about I run to climbing, do a climb, and then run home again? Uh, spoilers, one of the worst ideas I've had in a while had a small incident where I was like, I just need to take a break, take a moment, because I don't want to end up in a bad situation here. Uh, all in all, not the best idea I've ever had. So, managed to lock in a couple of more victories, more progression. I'm like, this is good, this is great. I was, I was upset to have to leave i was uh, i was like oh man I'm, I'm really getting into the groove i'm really getting into the swing of things um it was busy busy old saturday um so i'm like okay i feel good about this i feel like i've i've, I've turned a corner with my life i've turned a corner with this new hobby i'm starting to really you know progress um i look forward to going i don't want to leave i want to you know i just see all these different challenges and i attack these challenges head on and, and i had a situation where um, i ended up talking to somebody whilst i was there just i met a person i was talking to them i met somebody else i was talking to them in my head i'm like you don't normally just talk to random strangers all good progression in life i'm like hey things are going well here <sighs> by today uh there'd been a variety of uh missed meals uh lunch here and there like two or three days of missing lunch, um, two full days of fasting, up to tea time, fasting. Um, so you're looking at well, it's twenty four hours, isn't it? It's twenty four hours of fasting. If the last meal you eat is tea, and then the next meal you eat is tea, it's twenty four hours of fasting, two days this week. Cut out anywhere I could see. I actually see. Oh, I can cut that out. That's wasted calories. I don't need it. Hun going to bed hungry, waking up hungry, running, walking the dog, getting home and saying, I don't think I've ever been this hungry in my life. Getting back to running last week um, from having a break from running because of the having a tattoo. Just tick, 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 tick everywhere. Ticking all the boxes. Um, so, 
I suspect anybody who has listened to this podcast more than once already knows what's coming. And now that I've said that, already now thinks that I'm going to flip it and be like, So, let's just get it done. This morning, I got up, got out of the door for a run, got home, was running late, um, was running behind one of those Monday morning, kind of Monday mornings, was like, right, I need to jump on the scales to find out how much weight I've lost. I need to jump in the shower. And I... Basically, the question was, can I have lost half a stone? Possibly, maybe, somewhat unlikely. Can I say I lost four pounds? Yeah, I think that's probably more likely. There's part of me that would still be disappointed, but there's part of me that would also go, hey, you know, that's a good loss for a week. You know, um, that possibility, that question of, I mean, you've really crushed it this week. Possibility of going over half a stone, maybe. You know, you start doing the maths. Well, you know, I cut that out there and I ran that day. Then I ran again. Maybe. uh, Is eight pounds really out of the realms of possibility? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Moment of truth. I looked in the mirror. I was like, "Do do I feel like I look... Like I've lost weight, like maybe, maybe, um, yeah. Stepped on the scales, and then I was like, well, well, there we go. So I stepped on the scales, and the scales said, you have lost one pound. And I said, I, I'm sure you are mistaken. Now, the way I get weighed is I weigh myself. I put the scales in a certain place on the bathroom floor, away myself, and then I moved the scales to a different place to see if it's anything to do with the floor or anything like that. So I did that, I got back on the scales. Let's face it, the scales weren't going to find six pounds from anywhere just by moving them half an inch. Got back on, the scales were like, actually, you've lost 1.2 pounds. And I was like, what? So it's yet again another one of those podcasts where I sit here and I go, you know, I managed to sort my life out and I managed to, you know, really trim the fat. Yes, I know the phrase I used was ironic. Um, And the scales decided, nah, mate, you're still fat. A pound. A pound. In the words of John Williams, you shit a pound. Honestly, I don't know what to do with this information. Now, this is not the first time I've done a podcast where I go through, I didn't lose any weight and it's not possible. So I'm not going to bore you with it because I'm bored of it. I just, I need someone to explain it to me. How is it possible? How is it possible? Answers on a postcard, peeps. Um, 
that's nearly all of those stuff from the week. Um, something, another thing I want to run past you lovely people, I want to get some feedback. Um, so, uh, drove to work. Didn't drive to work, I drove near work, parked and walked the rest of the way. Drove home. Again, walked from work to the car, got in the car and drove home. Here's what I've decided. Um, I think I'm going to run for um, like some sort of political position. Ultimately, it's Prime Minister. So, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot wrong, uh, and I'm going to start start locally and build up from there. So I want to know if if I run past you guys, my um, I suppose my platform is that what it is? Whether you would vote for me, and if the answer is yes, then I'm going to consider seriously running for for a political position. So here we go. Uh, my first thing is if. You have a child who is at a primary school, then that dictates that they are in a catchment area, and that means that it's local. So there should be no excuse for you to have to drive to the primary school. So all children should be dropped off but on foot at the local primary school. Okay, that's the first one. Sticking with schools. Secondly, if your child is at secondary school, your child should get themselves to school. Once that, once a child has reached 11, we should be able to agree that they it should be their responsibility to get themselves to school. Because it's a learning thing. So, whether it's bike, bus, walking, magic carpet, teleportation, microlight, or if you know a few of them want to club together and get a helicopter or whatever, any child that is in secondary school. It is their responsibility to get themselves to school, however that is. Okay. Moving away from schools um, to the subject of roadworks. So, if elected, I would say all roadworks should be conducted at night. If there are roadworks set up and no one is working on them for more than, I don't know, let's say half an hour, then those roadworks are no longer required and should be dismantled. And the road should be put back the way it was. What was my other thing about roadworks? Should be done at night. You shouldn't be allowed to have them. Um, I had another one for roadworks. 
Uh, I can't think of it right now. That's annoying. Um, okay. Sticking with the subject of roads, moving on to motor vehicles. So, if elected, I will have all cars fitted with forward and rear facing cameras, dash cams. Those dash cams will be set to either automatically or and or manually record intentional bad driving. So if somebody, I know, as a random example that definitely didn't happen today if somebody decides to drive down the outside lane because they can't be bothered to wait for traffic and then perform a maneuver where they don't indicate and just literally slice in front of a vehicle that is in motion the dash cam should record the 30 seconds previous from the back and the 30 seconds of that interaction from the front log that vehicle's registration and then forward the information to that vehicle's registration's insurance company and that person's insurance should then go up so there'll be like increments so for example it will cost you £20,000 a year and £1,000 a month to insure an Audi. Similar structure for things like, you know, BMWs, Mercedes, things like that. Um, so, that way, anybody who is intentionally driving badly should be penalised. Now then, what do we say to cook for Cook for Prime Minister 2024. Yes or no? Let me know. If you come back to say you're on board, I'll do it. Okay? I'll do it. Now then, got a bit of a funny one as far as um, entertainment goes because TV's back. I know. I'm as shocked as you. There is a film, but there's a caveat. And we're talking computer games. Um, managed to get finished um, at home with the Furies. Uh, three episodes left of the series. Episode 6, 7 and 8. Uh, I've written down on my list. Uh, um, I kind of I want to say it and I kind of don't. Um, so the show's about Tyson Fury and his family. Apparently that extends to his brother Tommy, or one of his brothers Tommy, and Tommy's girlfriend slash fiance slash mother of his child. Um, my word, those last few episodes, she was the worst part of that program. Um... It became it became one of those things where it was it was unbearable to watch. Um, every time she was on the screen, I just wanted to throw something at the TV. Um, a lot of the stuff that was being said, that was being done, 
there was a lot of focus on her and I feel that a lot of that focus was probably unnecessary when you're talking about people fighting for a living and you know you're talking about a guy who's going back to being the heavyweight champion of the world and his brother who's also fighting and we've got oh I, I, I designed these shorts yeah did you design them did you or did you just say I want this here and there and somebody else did the rest honestly it was baffling because the relationship between Tyson Fury and his wife is quite an interesting relationship, quite an interesting dynamic. Perfectly, perfectly fine watching that. What I think I said last week about it was that there was an element that was a real detractor to the whole show. And this was it. It was just infuriating to watch. Oh, it, it, it really grated on me. rest of the series was fine. You've got to take the series as a whole. The rest of it was fine. Uh, I enjoyed the rest, but that was part of the problem. Because I enjoyed the rest so much, it really took me out of my enjoyment. So, so yeah. Um... On one hand, something that's nice is that series 16, yes, you heard me right, series 16 of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is now available to watch on Netflix. Cool, groovy, super, super fun. Watched the first two episodes. In the second episode, I had to look something up, so I went on to IMDb and saw that, that, that it is listed until series 8. I imagine that will be something around they've probably done their next deal for the next X number of series. Great. Wonderful. The fear is with any long-running series that you're going to sit down and watch and you go, oh, it's not very good anymore. Um, I've had multiple series where I've watched for X number of series and I've got so far and then just gone, I'm not going to watch this anymore. So, that is always a fear. I watched episode one and was like, it's okay. It's the first episode, knocking the rust off, getting back into the groove of things. Just, it's fine, it's episode one, we don't have to worry about this. I watched the second episode and went, oh, oh, oh no. Oh no, it's happening. No, it's happening. No, I don't like it. My fear is that they may have gone too far now. 16 series is a lot. It's hard to keep it fresh. It's hard to keep it interesting. It's hard to be able to say, we're going to do series 16 and it's going to have some of the best episodes of all 16 series. At this point in time, the first two episodes have not been strong. So, 
I'll have to keep you updated with the rest of the series on that one. Film-wise, now, like I said, the film comes with a caveat, and the caveat is this. I'm going to talk about a film that I have not seen 100% of. If I had to guess, I would say 90 to 95, which for me, sitting down with four children to watch a movie, 90 to 95% is probably good going. That's not necessarily what I want to talk about, but anyway... Um, told all the children, which turned out to be all the children, which I thought was interesting, oh, you can watch a movie. Sunday afternoon movie? Yes, please. So, sit down to watch a movie. And they're all like, I want to watch Hercules, I want to watch... Um, I can't even think what the other thing was. No, I've changed my mind. I want to watch Hercules. And all this. I was like, you're not picking the movie. I've already decided which film we're watching. And it's none of those. Little did they know that the new Disney Pixar movie, Elemental. Is it Elemental or Elementals? Uh, I was about to look up on the internet, but instead I can just go to the app. So... It'll tell me straight away, because obviously it's new. <sighs> it is Elemental. Okay, it is what I wrote down. That's, that's good. The Disney Pixar movie Elemental. Now then, saw a trailer for this film a little while ago. Honestly, can't say I was particularly interested. Essentially, it was it looked like they'd done an amalgamation of Zootopia, Zootropolis, whichever name it ended up with, and Inside Out. Now, me and my eldest watched Inside Out years ago, and she was just like, that film wasn't good. And I was like, you're not wrong. Um, never seen it since. That's how good it was. Um, we like Zootropolis. We like Zootopia. I remember what what version of the name they use these days. It changed names multiple times through its life. Um, but this was ah, oh, this girl's made of fire, and this guy's made of water. Can they mix? Well, well, no. She's fire, and and, and he's water. So, oh, but then there's other elements. There's earth. And steam or clouds or... I'm like... Huh? Um, so, saw a trailer, was like... Yeah, that doesn't look very good. That doesn't look... Almost doesn't look worth our time. The next thing is... And it's a Disney movie. Disney, Pixar, it's Disney. Which means it'll go on to Disney three months after it's released at the cinema. So why would I take all of these children to the cinema to watch it when I can just wait for it on Disney? Which is the question here. How do they make any money? If you've got, I think like at one point it's like 100 million people on Disney+. Plus, They give you, what is it, seven quid? 
let's say the average is seven pounds. They give you seven pounds a month. That's 700 million pounds a month. You keep taking content away from the service. So people are still giving you 700 million pounds a month for less and less content. I guess at the end of the day, if you stick it in the cinema and a few people go, but then you're getting X amount a month anyway, you're winning by the numbers? Is that how it works? Marvel films still seem to make a billion dollars. So, is it that? So I'm like, I don't get this, the, the way that streaming works from that system. Everybody used to make the money in the cinema, but now you're giving people it for free, but those people are paying you on a monthly basis. Uh, I, you know, how much did that money make? How much did that film make? Because it made X amount of the cinema, but then we've watched it at home. So did, did they get a percentage of that £7 towards that film? Uh, smarter minds than me, sort of thing. Anyway. What was then surprising in all of this was where I'm like, I don't think this is going to be very good. I think it's going to be Paul Mann's The Other Films I Mentioned, and I imagine they'll watch it once, and that will be the end of it. Before it had finished, before the film had ended, my youngest daughter said, I want to watch it again. I hadn't even finished. She was still watching it. And she was like, I want to watch it again. I was like, I don't know about you guys, but that film was really good. I thought it was a really good film. I really enjoyed it. I thought from what I saw, which like I say was most of it, I thought it dealt with quite an interesting subject. Um, made me tear up a little bit towards the end because I knew what the... Not a twist, not a reveal, but I knew what the outcome was going to be. I knew what the parent was going to say to the child. I knew what was coming, and it made me a little emotional to think of it in that sense. I was like, I really misjudged this film. I really thought it was quite enjoyable. There were aspects where I'm like... They really want you to, what's that What's that phrase, suspend disbelief? Because there was stuff, it's like, okay, this person's made a fire, but they can touch everything without it setting on fire. Okay. <laughs> and the, the water people can be water, but they can be people, but they... There was a lot of... There was this thing... <sighs> there was this There was this moment where I was like... I even said out loud... That doesn't work. <laughs> there was this thing with like... An air bubble. That they put the fire in the air bubble. But it wasn't an air bubble. It was just surrounded by water. But that made it okay. I was like... Oh wow... Guys, come on. Um, 
but I thought the message was very good. I thought it was, it was, it, I thought it was, it was fun. It was a good film. I, like I said, I didn't see it all. Maybe I missed the bad bits. Who knows? There was a joke right at the end. I know Disney movies, Pixar movies, they like to slip a joke in for the parents. But the joke, I was like, uh, wow, that was a little on the nose. Um, so. I don't know, I feel like the trailers maybe did the film a disservice, even though I also feel like the trailer did kind of tell you what it was going to be about. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, you know, ultimately I'm never going to take my children to the cinema to watch a Disney movie whilst ever we have Disney+. Plus. I... I just, I just can't tell you there's a time where I'm going to be like, oh my God, we absolutely have to go and see this film. Especially when we've been to see, you know, the the second Spider-Verse movie. We went to see the Turtles, the latest Turtles movie. We've been to see stuff at the cinema. Not going to end up on Disney. So, you know, those are the things I'm going to take the children to see. I just, I'm just a bit puzzled by what the, the, the structure here is. Um, computer game wise, um, I bought a game. I know what you're thinking. Oh, money bags. Yep, paid three pounds seventy four for it. Uh, I have subsequently finished that game. That is mostly because I played it for like I don't know ten hours over the last few days and just absolutely hammered it. Absolutely rinsed it. One of those things. It is a game I already own, but I own it on the PC. And uh, you guys know me, not exactly the biggest PC gamer. Uh, a game called Defense Grid 2. It's a tower defense game. Uh, somebody gave me a copy of it for free through, like, Steam. Um, so I felt... I've never finished it on the PC. So I was like, for £3.74 for a game that I'm pretty much definitely going to play on the PS5... Sure, let her rip, take a chip. Bought it, played it, finished it. Boom, loved it. Couple of the levels I didn't like get the the big score, didn't get the full marks. So might go back and do those again. Excuse me, but I will say this: they were super annoying. So you know, might not go back and do them again. Um, let's talk Skyrim now. Then I have realised whilst talking about entertainment stuff that I didn't miss something from the week so a little bit it, it some of it relates to computer games i want to jump back a little bit uh, and then we'll talk a bit about skyrim it all connects you will see trust me so had a strange weekend in that i had a really nice time and didn't have to spend any money and that felt weird I don't mean it like that. I mean it in the sense that the way things have been working at the moment, we've really got to be careful with like car situation. So it's like we want to do this, but we can't because of the car. We want to do that because, but we can't because of the car. So we have to work around it. So it's like, okay, well, why don't we do it this way? Well, that doesn't work because of this. What about that way? Well, that doesn't work because of the car situation. Okay. So we were at a situation where. 
basically I'd be at home with all of the children barring the eldest that way the eldest can go off and climb Leanne can go off and climb and I was like well I'll just be at home with all the children not realising that being at home with three children one of which is just a wrecking ball is a little bit more work than you know not so I'm like right I need a way to entertain like the the two older ones so that I can look after the younger one okay what's the plan here put something on to watch I don't want them just sitting and watching something but they do need to be occupied you know fair enough they will sit and play but I kind of need them all locked down what can we do what can we do what can we do got it so I said to the um, middle daughter, youngest daughter, hey, I've got a great idea. I was like, youngest daughter, do you remember that game that we played where, with the dragon? Yeah. I was like, why don't you guys play that and you can make your own character? I was like, this is brilliant. They love dressing up. They love picking things like this on games. Oh, which character is this? Which dress should they wear? I was like, this is perfect. They can spend 45 minutes making a character on Skyrim and then just not play the game. Winners all round. So they both sat and I was like, you you go up and down, left and right, and you pick the things that you want. And they made a lizard person and there was a particular colour and they did the face and the hair and the ears and all this stuff. And it took them a fair while and I was backwards and forwards with my son and them and I was like, this is working well so that was that and then the game started and I was like they, were, they, they won't care anymore youngest daughter's like well I'm done here and wanders off and she's backwards and forwards like what's happening she's just like scared like when the dragon turns up at the beginning she got scared and stuff my middle daughter she's playing the game I'm like She's going to get bored any minute and be like, I'm done with this. And then we turn it off and we can go and do something else. So it, was, it was really just to kill some time to keep everybody occupied. So she plays the first bit and I was like, any minute now, she's like, oh, I'm done with this. So after a while, when she's done all of the first bit and she's done like the first mission and she's gone off to like the first town and she's spoken to the people and then she's gone somewhere else and then... She ended up getting, like, killed by wolves. We've all been there, you know. Um, and then loaded the game. She was like, but I've loaded and I'm all the way over here. I was like, yeah, that's part of the game. You've got to remember to save your game because you don't want to be doing it all again. So she got into the habit of saving the game. Saving the game. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy, but this is pretty advanced stuff. It's not. It's not the hardest game in the world. It's not, you know... Mario Kart. So, the more she played it, and the more she did it, and the more... Bear in mind, this is a child who's, like, wandering around not using any form of look. She just travels sideways, but is doing it. The more she played, the more I'm like, I don't want to be biased, but this seems to be quite impressive to me. She kept playing, and she kept doing it, and I was like... Oh, well, you know, this guy says you need to go up that hill. So, off you pop. 
and she's off she's going up the hill and i was like oh so what you need to do is you know maybe need to jump a bit so you can get up the side of this hill so she starts jumping i'm like what 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 is happening right now she was doing it and she was good at it and i was like i feel skyrim is advanced for a young child she was just taking it all in a stride and then there was this situation like mailers came home and i was like what are you doing I'm playing this game. Go have a go. Yeah, if you want. And that was that. Like, my middle daughter was like, I'm not playing anymore. And just left. It's like, okay, can we, you know, talk about it? Because you did real well. And I'm real impressed with what you've done. And maybe maybe we should talk about, you know, more computer games that you could maybe play. Because this is intriguing to me. Um... Going back again, you know, um, I've re- I wrote down that I'd had this this good weekend, this nice weekend, and for some reason didn't speak about it earlier. Um, but it was very much a situation of you know didn't didn't spend any money. Everybody was occupied. Everybody was having a good time. And like there was a point where um, they were watching this film in the afternoon, and um, like my son had sat down to watch the film with them. I'm like, really? You're going to sit and watch a movie? Which he did for about three minutes and then got up and started wrecking the place, you know, as as he does. Um, but there was, like, points where he was, like, going around and giving them all hugs and stuff. And, like, by the end of the weekend, I was like, that was a good weekend. Nobody died. Everybody had fun. We all had a good time. Didn't spend any money. It is possible. It is doable. Um... Before buying Defence Grid 2, I was plugging away at Skyrim and taking this slightly different approach to sort of try and make it so the game doesn't break so that I don't have to do it all again, you know, like previous. So that's kind of my focus and I'm sort of picking away at the the sides of it so I don't get it all sort of muddled. Um, Obviously, having played Defence Grid and finished it, I'll be going back to Skyrim. I'm still undecided about the Starfield thing. Um, you know, yeah, I want it. Yeah, I want to play it. I'm annoyed about the can't buy it for the Xbox. Something that has come up recently is that the new Spider-Man comes out next month. Um, I am absolutely not going to give anybody seventy pounds for it, but. Of all the games that have come out this year, it is going to be one that is up there on the list of. I would kind of like to play that sooner rather than later. So I imagine there's probably going to be some, you know, wheeling and dealing going on. There we go. A little bit of a higgledy-piggledy one. I think I said that at the start. Might be a bit of a higgledy-piggledy. Yes. Let me know about that stuff that I mentioned before. Give me a shout. And we'll see. Um, that's it. I'll catch you later. So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one gone. Bit of a mixed bag. Bit of a higgledy-piggledy. I guess I just like saying higgledy-piggledy. Hmm. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of the crew. If you want to be a bigger part of the crew, do it. Do it all. Like it. Share it. Subscribe it. Comment. 
Leave a review where you can leave a review. Check out the website. It's thecookiecast.com. There you can check out our social media links. And we've got an email button for you to get in touch and tell me whether I should go into politics. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to CookieCast. Please make sure to like, share and subscribe.